Gentlemen. Hey. Wow. That was a that was a nice strong gentleman. Yeah. Strong. strong. Yeah. You know, I try to come out of the gate strong. It's good. One well, I recognize, you know, from editing light. 182 of these podcasts. Well, uh-huh. I take that back. 181 of these podcasts. Uh, Greg, I think you took yeah. the reins on one of them. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Maybe there you two. Go. Have you done I, one or two? As the you mean editor. as the editing. Oh, the editor. Yes, yeah, there was right? just one. There was one time where I did it. Yeah. Just one. Just so one. I've had I've edited 181 of these podcasts so right. far. Mm-hmm. No, I'm sorry. I've edited 180 Correct. of these podcasts Thank you. so far. Yeah. Okay, Soon so far, to be yes. 181. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> and I've noticed that uh, if I don't come out of the gate strong, then you guys don't come out of the gate strong. Mm. I feel stronger you guys react now. React to you how set, I'm. Yes. Yeah. You set the tone. Yeah, I'm like you know. I'm like Kurt Hammett coming out there, you know, hitting that first rip. Mm, yeah, I got to come out strong. I'm Lars Ulrich. Really, I'm going to really, go at whatever tempo I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't know. I was trying to. I'm not, I'm not sure why Metallica came into my mind there. That's right. Um, well, I think we'll. See, I think we'll see in a second. There maybe be, there might be. There might Perhaps. be a little bit of that. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah. So that's why I'm. That's why I'm excited today. But I'm also excited for tomorrow. Tomorrow wow. is. Um, well, tomorrow is Tuesday. Oh it or not, boy, guys. now yeah, we spread the beans. It's, uh, Newcastle United's second leg of the Carabao Cup semifinal okay. against Southampton at St. James's so Park. So guys, so listeners, by the time you're hearing this, it'll be Thursday. Mm. Just send Jay a nice card or something exactly, just to make exactly. him feel better. Uh, no, no, no. We've got this thing. We've got this <laughs> oh, thing got in it. the bag. It's in the bag? Yeah, we're already up 1-0. One, one we scored one goal away against Southampton in the first leg. So we are all, all but assured of the, the Carabao Cup final. Okay. <clears throat> Knocking on wood that nothing goes wrong here. But Again, that, I'm very excited. Just go for ahead tomorrow. and send Jay an email. He's going to need yeah, some I emotional support some later this week. <laughs> Either way. Very well, excited about that. How are you guys doing? Greg, what's up, man? Oh, man. Well, I'll get to the specifics in a, in a minute, uh, but I'm doing okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just had another, another uh, tra- travel weekend, so. Uh, Shows, uh, but... Uh, Good stuff. Very good stuff. Nice, Nick. So, uh, I uh, I almost missed it, guys. I almost missed tonight. Huh? I played this. Have you have you ever played this game called uh, It's Muffin Time? <laughs> <laughs> no. What are you talking? Well, about? I started this at about yeah, seven thirty, thinking no problem. I was gonna, no problem making nine thirty start to record <laughs> right. time. It's muffin and time. About a little after nine, I was like, oh boy, this is not getting finished. Yeah, the, it's it's a card game. You okay. everybody starts with three cards. Every card's different. Like there's a card that's like if anybody's caught singing, you can play that card anytime, and they have to discard four cards. Nice. There's a million of these, and then there's like action cards, and the idea is if anybody gets ten cards exactly, they can say it's muffin time, <laughs> and if their turn comes back around to them, they win. But nobody ever gets that because all the cards make you like get rid of cards and collect <laughs> cards. Okay. The kids had a fantastic time. It was actually a lot of fun. It was very, that a lot sounds of fun. fantastic. It sounds yeah. addictive. It was, yeah. it was, it was enjoyable. Yeah. Jackson would totally like it. And, and, and I think Ben probably in another year or two. Okay. Um, do you, yeah. Do you need, do you need car, physical cards? It, it is. It's, it's basically like, it's a big stack of cards. So you're drawing and there, it seems like every single card's different. There's one that if anybody says this game's taking too long, they have to discard <laughs> three cards. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I love it. It's a lot I love of fun. It. Huh. And I'm looking I at I love it. Yeah. It's cool. <laughs> it does seem kind of silly, yeah. Yeah. All right, all right, Quite all right. Oh, I did want to update everybody. I spoke to my my brother Daniel. 
tonight. Oh. And uh, big update. Okay. Um, he and his wife are pregnant. They Hell are no. due you know. uh, in about a month. And uh, he called to tell me that um, they had just finalized the deal on a uh, a new condo Ooh. up in New York. They've been looking for like three years in the worst real estate market ever. So okay. very, very excited for them on that. But the reason this is pertinent to us is that one of the first things he wanted to tell me was he listened to our podcast last week and uh, said that you guys had the title for the thing all wrong. Ooh, what, what should it have been? You guys are just overthinking it. The oh. title should be Bot or Not. Oh. All right. He's got it. He figured right. it out. Right? Crack the he code. Cracked the code. Good. Bot or Not. That is. And That's you, a lot yeah. better. I was thinking at one point trying to think of robot, but I should have just went with bot. It's bot or bot not. Bot or not. Yeah, bot Go or simple, not. Right? <laughs> no, that, that's it. AI or real guy. It was a good attempt, but a bot or not is better, yes. That's why he's making those big books up in New York. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> no, that's great. So thank, thank you, Daniel. Perfect. Yes, thank you, Daniel, for that. Yeah. And uh, best of luck to you on all of your Heck yeah, congratulations. Uh, baby-making yeah. and home-making adventures. Well, yeah, yeah, and, and, and thanks for point. listening. Yeah. yeah. Yes, absolutely. So... Um, with all of that out of the way, what do you say we get this bad boy started, boys? Uh, all right, let's do it. Yes, that's right. You are tuned into You Should Check It Out. Sans technical difficulties for the last four years or so. Um, great every time. Great to be here with you. Yeah. <laughs> it's just mm -hmm. a smooth operation each time. Mm -hmm. Happy Thursday to Happy you. Happy Thursday. Hey, Coming at you on a beautiful <laughs> Thursday. This is episode 182 of You Should Check It Out. Mm -hmm. And my name is Jay. I'm Nick. And I'm Greg. We have an awesome show for you today. Thanks for sticking around. Greg is leading us off first. He's going to be telling, about his, telling us about his travels and travails mm -hmm. around the middle of the country, I think. Correct. Nice. Excellent. I'm up next. I'm going to be talking about um, our new robot overlords. Sweet. And how they have uh, now extended their reach into the music domains. I, for one, welcome them. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> and Nick. Hmm? Nick's up last, and he's going to be talking. He's going to be giving us an update on the uh, congressional hearings last week with uh, our friends Ticketmaster. That's correct. Oof. Live Nation, yeah. Oof. We are just full of content this week. I love boy, it. Oh so much so much content. <laughs> All right. Well, enough ado. Greg, please get us off this ground. All right. Well, so I uh, was just out with um, you know who, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh. We want Chili Willy. So we glad we got the sound fixed for that. We want Chili Willy. Thanks, Barney. Oh. Um, so I was out with, uh, with those guys and uh, just doing a three uh, night run. We start, we uh, flew into uh, Omaha, Nebraska, uh, but we played in Lincoln, Nebraska on Thursday night. You know, I'm blanking on the venue's name, but that's okay. The next night was a Friday night. It was in Tulsa, Oklahoma at a place called Kane's that I've talked about Kane's. on the show before. Yes. Kane's Ballroom. Kane's Ballroom. Um, and then Saturday night was at a new place called a JJ's Live in Fayetteville, Arkansas. Okay. And, wow. Uh, I wanted to actually... Um, since we played at, at Canes, going back okay. to Canes, right? Tulsa, Oklahoma, right? I mentioned it on the show before, but I don't know if anyone remembers. But if you've ever been there, you know what I'm talking about. And maybe you've heard of it. 
it has been around since 1924. It's almost a hundred years wow. old. Wow. Okay. It's a uh, it's a historic music venue, but it was originally a garage for a guy named W. Tate Brady, um, <laughs> who was one of the founders of Tulsa. Wow. Um, I don't want to give him too many props because he was also a member of the KKK. Mm. But huh. um, anyway, it, this guy, Madison W. Daddy, <laughs> quote unquote Kane, purchased the building in 1930 and named it Kane's Dance Academy. Daddy uh, Kane. Big, bad, da- big, big Daddy, Daddy Kane. Kane. Mm. So the first time that the Red Knots went and played at Kane's was during the pandemic. Right. When they had right. limited uh, capacity shows. And it, we just thought, wow, what an amazing venue. It holds 1,800 people, but they're only going to have like 400 tonight. So I was like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, I mean, like that's a far more easy, you know, that's a far more within our reach. Sure. You know, and we can be, do for like, hey, what, what do we know? Maybe people want to go out. We've never been to Tulsa before. We don't know anything about Tulsa. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. This last time was our fourth time. Wow. You know, wow. since then. We have been wow. back. Uh, we're basically now we're, the plan is to return once a year. Um, nice. And this place is, uh, some folks think it's haunted. It's, <laughs> as soon as you step into it, you're like, whoa. And it's basically, I, I guess it would be kind of, I mean, it's an old building in the Midwest, right? Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of wood. It's a wooden, beautiful wooden floor. You can imagine they have, like, you, can, you, you think there's going to be like a hoedown, Happened like yeah. a huge mm-hmm. hoedown, line dancing. Well, I kind guarantee of thing. you, there was plenty of hoedowns in the past. Sure. Indeed, because it's been used for that. You know, as it turns out, Tulsa was kind of an interesting spot for people to sort of come in and at, along their ways across the country. Oh, okay. To stop and play a show. So now these names, I don't know them that as well as maybe you do, Jay. I'm going to read some off to you. You ever heard of a Go. guy named Bob Wills, Johnny <laughs> Lee Wills? Bob Wills, of course. Okay. The king of Texas swing. Yeah, so that's, it, it's like, it, it still has it, like the home of Bob Wills, like it's written. Oh, like yeah, a, man. You know, oh, jo- yeah. And Johnny Lee Wills, Ernest Tubb. Ernest Tubb, of course. Uh, you may have heard of Hank Williams. Yeah. I've heard of him. <laughs> Tex Ritter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, K-Star and uh, Tennessee Ernie Ford. All these guys yes. have huge photos. Hell yeah. Around the walls. Mm-hmm. But the thing about this place, right? Okay, so right, you have this old ballroom, big deal. It is still considered one of the top clubs in the country. Huh. Actually, wow. it was in 2021, it was ranked 13 worldwide wow, for really? ticket sales at club venues by Holy Polestar. That's yeah. Amazing. Leon Russell used to play there a lot. Mm, it's nice. one of it, it, but the the history is crazy. Like the Sex Pistols played in 1978. It was one of seven American shows they had. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Sid Vicious punched a hole in the green room wall and they still have it. Like they they preserved it. (laughs) Uh, So you can look at it. Yeah. 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 And so there's footage of it. I'm I'm not going to play any audio because I found this great footage of the Sex Pistols at Kane's, but they're like, but they says uh, audio is from a different show. But you can see like Sid Vicious with the Kane's thing behind him. You're just like, what? You know, Van Halen played there for 500 bucks on their first tour. Wow. Uh, the, the Chili Peppers, Rush, like every mm-hmm. single person you can think of. Because when you're touring across the country, you got the coasts yeah. and you got a lot of space in between. And mm-hmm. I, yeah. I think Tulsa was just one of those markets that just developed 
because of places like Cane's. Yeah, I um, remember you when you told us the first time that you guys were playing at Cane's, I was like shocked because I, you know, I'm not from Tulsa or the Midwest. I don't know that market at all. Like, I didn't know that venue still operated. I just know it from, from like, old country recordings. country, yeah. like, recordings oh. and documentaries that I knew from, like, you know, from Bob Wills playing there in the 40s. Oh, the yeah. 50s, you know, yeah, like, it's I still know they were still operating and still going. And the next thing you know is a Red Hot Chili Peppers tribute band playing yeah. there. That's crazy. And we are one of two tributes that gets to play there. The other wow. one is our friends Badfish. And, you know, to be fair, there's... It's thanks to them that we got in in the first place. Wow, um, nice. So historically, we're the only only the second tribute to ever play there. And we've just had a lot of success. Uh, we've sort of built a uh, sort of small community there of people who come to see our shows. And it's that kind of thing where it's what you always hope for. Like, oh, they'll see us and then they'll tell their friends and then they'll come back with their mm -hmm. friends and those friends. Will, like, that's actually happening for the Red Knots in amazing. Tulsa. So, Almost, so what did you, how, how was the turnout? It was fantastic. We had uh, <laughs> we had we had a uh, about five hundred pre sales and like seven hundred people showed up. Wow, uh, great! Seven hundred people and um, oh yeah, yeah. And what was great? There's this awesome pizza place next door, and we and we wanted to get some dinner beforehand. So we stepped outside and there, we saw a long line for what we thought was the pizza place. And uh, the, our bassist, you know, he was like, he was like, oh man, I'm gonna have to wait to get pizza. And I was like, <laughs> I, I, was, I was like, hold on, I was like, hold on, hold on, hold on. What are you guys in line for? And they were like. Canes and I was like, sweet. <laughs> you know? so, that's great. Yeah, that's so great. It was it was great. Now I know I haven't played any music yet, but that's because I've been saving some really cool clips, some cool historic Ooh. clips just from performances at Canes. So okay. I was doing I, I kind of took a deep dive as long as I I didn't have a ton of time because I've just been traveling a lot, but I did manage to find some clips that kind of blew my socks off because they all A, they all happen in the same room. That's the, that's yeah. to me is always like the interesting yeah. thing. Yeah. But then to be able to kind of know the room and be like, I cannot believe this happened here. So, yeah, the Sex Pistols they played in 1978. Fast forward eight years, Metallica is on the <laughs> Master of Puppets tour. They swing by Canes. <laughs> Check this out. This is for whom the bell tolls with Cliff Burton. Well, here we are back at Canes again, having some fun, huh? So did you come here to make some fucking noise or what? <laughs> All right. This one's off the album Ride the Lightning uh, with Cliff Burton on the bass guitar over there. Look at him. This one's entitled For Whom the Bell Tolls.
know, after we played Canes, James and I got in this huge fight, and, you know, and it, like, and it, like, we didn't even resolve it until, like, after the Black Album. All right, anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> A little Lars for you. I'm yeah. trying. Yeah, yeah, well, we did, like, five shots of Jagger right before we went on stage yeah. that night. Yeah. It was a good show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's Metallica. This one's off from Ride the Lightning. <laughs> yeah. He's got that. It's just wild. Oh, man. So, again, you know, here we have footage of, of them. I mean, at, sorry, audio recordings of them at Kane's. Pretty mind-blowing to me. Yeah. As a hardcore, you know, fan of the band, that band at that era with this guy Cliff Burton on bass, who was a huge driving force in their creativity. Yeah. And uh, a big reason why they got successful, who sadly died in a bus, bus accident, accident, I think yeah. like that year. Yeah. Um, oh, well, yeah. Or like just after. So on that tour, it's pretty awesome to find cool little nuggets like that. Totally. Uh, no doubt. No doubt. So I found a couple more. Uh, this one, I think, is going to be this one is for Jay. Uh, yeah, this is actually JJ Kale on New Year's Eve, nineteen seventy-five. All right, yeah, nice. You might know this track, even if you don't know JJ Kale, because Eric Clapton recorded it. Check it out. <laughs> story of jj kale and canes because he's an oklahoma guy right and uh there's a really great documentary that's you know it's on youtube it's jj kale the road to escondido i think check it out if you haven't because he does like i think the kind of like the crowning jewel of that tour was him going back to canes ballroom and nice. playing a show there and so there's, you know, him just there in an empty Canes ballroom, remembering him playing in the 70s and the mm -hmm. 80s. And, oh, nice. And uh, discussing the history of the whole place. And then they show, like, some clips from him playing there in the 2000s. It's really neat. Really right cool. on, man. Yeah, cool. and it, th this is a place that obviously leans towards its history, but it's not too concerned with, you know, just the past because there's, e there's a lot of great modern acts that play there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. awesome. um especially like even like the bands on the, the biggest orbits uh will will kind of kick off their tours there by doing kind of like a secret warm-up show just because they like the oh, room okay. so like green day played there in 2021 jack white loves to kick off his tours by playing at canes it seems and, like a like a jack oh, white yeah. Kind, yeah. kind of venue <laughs> absolutely yeah and that was really I, I, you have to remember 
I didn't know any of this until we pulled up wow. the, first, the first time. You know, <laughs> yeah. so I was just like walking around. I was like, wait, what? These, these guys played here? These guys played here? What? And then we went to the back, like in the manager's office, and then we saw like the Sex Pistols green room punch and everything. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> so what? Cool. This is nuts, dude. Um, it's like, it, it, it will hope, I think they should turn it into a museum someday. If, if, if now, now, no time soon because I'd like to keep playing there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but someday, yeah. you know, it would be. It, right now it, it's a living museum, man. It yeah. is a living museum. And you can, feel, you know, there's something about the, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. When you, when you, yeah. when you, you have, just walk in the room. Yeah. So actually, I should have, I didn't even say it, but this is, this is a bienvenue bit. <laughs> I was kind of bringing that oh, up earlier, but that's sorry. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, yeah, this is one. Because that's a, that's what I like to do when I f- find a, a venue that I love um, and just want to talk about the venue. I got one more clip. This one's for Nick. All this right. is uh, Team Impala Hell playing yes. Canes in 2013. Is that Ender's toy? Yeah, yeah. This is on the Lonerism tour. Yeah, I guess when you're a band that can draw a thousand people, but not ten thousand people. Yeah, Kings is perfect. Perfect. You know, because it holds eighteen hundred. If you want, this is this was right when they were kind of taken off. Yes, I think this probably would have been that 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 summer of twenty thirteen. I think it's when the the Apple ad. Right, I saw them on this tour at nine thirty club. Yeah, they were still playing smaller venues. Yeah, yeah, before they um, started hitting all the first festival were, circuits. Right, and now now they are you know top top dogs, but um, yeah, f-ing great band. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, just yeah, great live band. You know, you wouldn't think you would listen to those records and think, man, eh, these got. Not every band that tries to do that works live, especially because um, when he's recording, it's mostly just him. Yes. He assembles the band to do the live yeah. <clears throat> show, so it's yeah, which is even more impressive. Um, Indeed, it, it sure is. Yeah. But then again, you know, he also he's providing 
as impressive as it is, it also it just kind of makes sense because it's like, here's exactly what I need you to play. Although mm-hmm. they don't go up there and play exactly what the record is. Um, they totally, they, they've put it in a blender. Yeah. Um, sometimes yeah. I, there was one song of theirs that I loved and they didn't, they started with the bridge mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, okay, sweet. Like they've kind of changed the arrangement and then they went on to another song. And I was like, oh, <laughs> they're just playing the bridge of that one song. Okay. <laughs> oh, but man. it worked. It worked yeah. that they were yeah. kind of like taking, they were kind of taking you on like this kind of strange, fragmented, mm-hmm. you know, journey of their music instead of just yep. playing like, okay, let's play this song top to bottom, top to bottom. Mm-hmm. I remember yeah. they did a, uh, they did the song Elephant and they mm-hmm. got into this like psychedelic jam that went on forever. And then it's just like build up, it's just like all noise. And then finally, like out of nowhere, they all just kind of looked up and went, yeah. They like, you know, that like harmonized, yeah. Bam, bam, ba dum bam, And they just ended it. <laughs> I was like, uh, huh? how did they do that? Like, how do they so all know cool. when to end it? <laughs> yeah. So cool. It was great. Yeah. Um, awesome. Okay. So let me wrap that up. But anyway, if you're ever in Tulsa, Go to Canes. You won't forget it. Awesome venue run by great people. Brad, shout out to Brad. He always takes care of us over there. And uh, Red Knots will be back next year, God willing. And, uh, you know, just always grateful to get to travel and play these cool historic yeah. venues. So Yeah, it's so cool, man. man. And we love right. trailing on your coattails and hearing all the crazy stories. <laughs> we got the chili, Willie. We did. Yeah, right, we got right. it in. That's good. <laughs> Indeed. Jerome, what you doing, man? All right. Well, got a lot of cool stuff to talk about tonight. But first of all, I would like to talk about a brand new Bob Dylan, uh, one of one of his quote unquote bootleg releases that just came out. Uh, this is the outtakes of his famous "Time Out of Mind" album. Oh, which yeah. came out in 1996, I want to say 97, and is just one of I, it's really one of my favorite Bob Dylan albums. I came to it really very late, but it's just yeah. got such a cool vibe. It's produced by Daniel Lanois, and it's just, oh, yeah. it doesn't sound like any other Bob Dylan album. And it's dark and dreary. It sounds almost like a Tom Waits album at times. Wow. Really, really cool. I, so I this is, uh, they, you know, as most of these bootleg session things have done, they kind of released two versions of it. One is like, the extended expanded version it's got like five discs on cd and like right, every right. single outtake it's got you know bob dylan talking back into the mic to daniel lanois saying uh, if you're not going to get it on that one you're not going to get it now, that kind of stuff question yeah. I, i'm sorry would this be under the would the, didn't he sell his catalog uh yes yeah yeah it did happen right so, yeah. so this is probably being released as part of whoever owns that now, right? Well, I suppose that's true, but he has been doing these bootlegs since before that sale. Okay. okay. So uh, he's I, been I doing curious. these like bootleg session CDs since uh, he has one for all of his famous albums, basically. Sure, sure. Well, it would be a silver lining if it was. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's really cool. I mean, you got to be a huge Dylan nerd to get into this stuff. And of course I am. I have to listen to every single version of every single one of these songs because it's freaking fascinating to see right. to me the progression of these songs to, to where they end up on the final right. album where did they start off like how did yeah. he get there what's his process yeah and you know i would play all five discs for you if i could but i can't um so i'm just gonna play one and this is actually ironically a song that didn't end up being on this album this is called mississippi it's off of it he released it 
uh, two years later on the Love and Theft album, which is the next album in the line. But this is the very first version of this song that they tried. And it's really cool. On the following disc of this bootleg series, they do a different take of it, and it's a completely different vibe. And then on the next disc, they do a completely different version where it's just acoustic. Wow. And then they do another version where they kind of get it to where they want it, but then Bob's like, nah, I don't want to do it for this album anyway. So, <laughs> I don't know. It's just fascinating stuff. But anyway, this is the original take of Mississippi. All right. Every step of the way We walk the line Brian Blade on drums, I believe. Yeah. 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 I could talk about that album all night. So I, yeah, I'm could. going to move on. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Because last week, Nick was talking about ChatGPT. Yes. The, you know, the AI robot that uh, you can bot give or not. text. <laughs> exactly. Bot or not, you can give text input to, and uh, it, it will respond to you as though it's a human. And it's very fascinating and, and awesome. Well... Not to be outdone, Google mm. uh, announced this week that they've done a little something too. We created a new stuff. Yeah, we, hmm. we yeah we, we do some AI stuff too. Hey, we're they doing created stuff. A... We're just trying to be responsible about it. Jeez, guys, <laughs> God, stop! Come on, guys. They're not that Google. great. Op Open API sucks. <laughs> God, did you remember Google? Oh, yeah. uh, so me, they Google. created a new AI system called Music. LM. Music LM. And the difference with this is that it can produce music in any genre from just a text input. No way. Yeah. Uh, really? Yeah. So you give it a prompt, say, write a heavy metal song in the style of Bob Marley, and <clears throat> it will do that for you. Great. Where's the uh, where's the link? <laughs> well, I found about it found out about it in a uh uh, a post from interestingengineering.com, but the if you want to search for it, it's Music LM and it's Google Research. Got GitHub, blah blah. There's a 
there's a white paper on how they actually do it, but there's a really cool uh, link that I'm sure Nick will link to that has a bunch of examples of mm, what okay. Google has fed it and what it has popped out. Now, they have not opened it up to the public yet because they're worried about copyright concerns. Now, why That's they're worried about copyright concerns is an interesting thing is because they've fed this bot a bunch of examples of obviously copyrighted materials. And apparently in 1%, 1% of the outputs that the computer provides, it's just basically regurgitating what something that it was fed into the system, like one of the copyrighted pieces. They're or concerned close that, enough that it's going to be repeating. It's going to be basically be iterating on a copyrighted piece that would be in violation of copyright law. Right, right. So that's really the only reason that Google hasn't released this to the public yet. You know, obviously, okay. they have the server space. <laughs> they could do this. But I think they just want to tweak that little Again, bug and then... We're being responsible. Right. <laughs> Unleash right. this beast onto the world. As though it wasn't bad enough that now, you know, you could have ChatGPT generate lyrics for you. Now you can have Google produce the dang music for you. So, well, can, guys, we, can we at least hear what this thing sounds like? I would love to play you some examples. Yeah. All right. Let's hear this. Of our new computer overlords. So, clip number one. This is an example from Google. Um, this mm -hmm. is a, an example of a reggaeton song. Okay. And I actually think this is pretty decent. You know, it's... What's the... Is that the full example? What are you, what, how are we doing this? Well, so they... Uh, Google gives you the, the prompt that they gave okay. to, the, to the computer. And this one is, quote, a fusion of reggaeton, reggaeton and electronic dance music with a spacey, otherworldly sound. Induces the experience of being lost in space and the music would be designed to evoke a sense of wonder and awe while being danceable. So this is the prompt you would give Music LM. That's what they gave the computer. This is okay. what the computer gave them. Okay. I, you know, I'm not a huge fan of reggaeton, but it sounds like a reggaeton track to me. <laughs> a little bit it sounds like gen it Could sounds like generic. It sounds generic. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Greg, what do you think? I mean, it's definitely maybe if you maybe out of context, I wouldn't have been I wouldn't have been so convinced, but it's soulless. <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah literally That's going to be a running theme throughout this, Greg. Right, right, right. <laughs> but I mean, but even like, I, I just feel like without it, I would have been like, well, someone's just using a computer to do this, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, this is not, just like no, samples cobbled there's, together. There's absolutely no heart or any kind of vision here. Agree with you on that. Agree with you. Right. So they've also done AI-generated vocal melodies, which is interesting mm -hmm. because uh, in, I guess, Google AI's version of vocal melodies they've got it to sound like a human voice but not speaking any kind of discernible language oh boy which ends up sounding really uncanny valley uh-huh and interesting so i wanted to play this one for you this is um uh, an r&b slash hip-hop track okay and here's the prompt 
This is an R&B hip-hop music piece. There is a male vocal rapping and a female vocal singing in a rap-like manner. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thanks, oh Google. Uh, the beat is comprised of a piano playing the chords of the tune with an electronic drum backing. The atmosphere of the piece is playful and energetic. This piece could be used in the soundtrack of a high school drama, movie, or TV show. It could also be played at birthday parties or beach parties. All right. Go Google. Stupid. Wow. Starting to think that all music has been made like this for a while now. <laughs> <laughs> you get a ding on that one, Greg. Yep. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> it is kind of funny when you think about it that way. Like, yeah. Maybe it's not Google's done. fault. Maybe it's not the computer's fault. Maybe they're just yeah. fed really crappy <laughs> examples. This is I, this weird. is the same thing. This is why none of this bothers me. It is re, it is just regurgitating us back to us. <laughs> true <laughs> like all of it is, all of it is it's fed by us and and just yeah uh, well it doesn't sound like any of you are convinced that these guys are gonna that uh this robot is gonna take over anybody's musical careers i just want to play with it yeah no, i'm with you on that I'm yeah on that. i just wanted to open it up so we can play with it i think it's impressive from a technical standpoint what it's able to accomplish obviously it does sound soulless and robotic obviously but i didn't think that we would be at this point yet technologically mm-hmm. where we could just say hey make a song like this and it's really and wild that, that like just a couple sentences of description can give you i think that and the thing that that they seem to to, to uh, dial into is that the complication is the length of the of the of what it can output oh really because it can it can construct it can construct what it would essentially are complex melodic structures which is a different thing rather than just generating a six second or four second or eight bar or 16 bar like loop um yeah Mm -hmm. so if you guys were worried and it sounds like you're not but just in case you were worried i Mm -hmm. I have this clip for you just to assuage your your fears because what do we got if you ask google if you ask uh music lm to just just give me an example of relaxing jazz music okay Mm-hmm. This is what it spits back at you. I'm relaxed. I'm relaxed. Damn, you know, that's really, really bad. Oh, that was awful. Well, not only that, but 
you know, there's there's an app called Band in a Box. Well, it was, I was, it was just about app. to say it reminds yeah. me of old Band in the Box from like The Band in the Box crushes that. <laughs> you know, like now it's an app called iReal. If you're studying jazz and you don't know about iReal, <laughs> you guys should have that, by the way. Yeah. It, 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 yeah, because it's basically the real book in an app. Oh. Yeah. And I you can just thing. generate a backing awesome. track and you can, you know, change the key, the style, the instrumentation. And it always I use it with students all the time. Yeah. Oh, cool. And it's never so like offensive. It. Yeah, it's way better exactly. than that. <laughs> yeah, and it's but like I'm I'm just surprised because they they should have just bought iReal or you know, I mean, Google should have <laughs> right. just bought Band in a Box and just had that be the thing. I yeah, mean, I guess right? the point is iReal has a you know it's a chart to follow. It's got a core core. Yeah, but you could follow, but it could but generate this... the charts. It could generate the charts oh. pretty easily. I'm not I'm not stepping up to the bat for Music LM on this, and that would sound like right. absolute crap. But there was this... one. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. It's okay. <laughs> there was there was one that I found that uh, Greg, I thought you might get, might enjoy because uh-huh. if you want to get really off the wall, you can. You know, if you want to say, you know, Bavarian folk singers in the style of Sting, you can give it that. Um, you can also say, hey, I really want to hear some accordion death metal, and it'll give you this. <laughs> Which I, I think is fantastic. Accordion. Greg's offended. <laughs> he's quite offended. I'm go- uh, he's st- he's, I he's wouldn't remaining say I'm offended. seated. <laughs> We're creating new genres here, man. Come on. Are Accordion we? death metal. You didn't even think about that one. I didn't. I guess I, not, I guess not. That. With, I guess, valid reason. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that's all I got. Just wanted to give you an update on where, uh, where Google's at in the music creation uh, sphere. I think we're we safe for a couple, couple years, but you know, if we're here already, it's going to get tweaked and improved. Only going to get better. Yeah. So. However, in this case, these are the examples they've chosen to highlight to demonstrate the peak capacity of this system. It's fair. Yeah, it's true. And there's a lot of garbage in these examples. Oh my God, there's <laughs> some garbage. It, the one that really gets me, and I didn't, I didn't pull this one, but if you, had, and I don't know why it is. Because I've seen this with other music generation AIs thing. You mm-hmm. ask it to play some blues, mm-hmm. which there's plenty Seems of examples out there to base things sure. off. But here, here's the blues. This is just a 10 second clip. Check this out. What the hell, man? You know, oh they, you know what they say? Can we get they Gabe say, back on? Gabe <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. You know what they say though? You, they say you, you can't lose with the blues, except for that. Except that for that. Was, <laughs> you, wow, you lose. <laughs> it, it, honestly, aspects of that and the relaxing jazz reminded me of those shreds videos. Yes, but even <laughs> those have like, some just kind of coherence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I oh. do love those shred videos. Oh, they're hilarious. <sighs> All right, Alrighty. that's what I got for you guys, Nick. Oh mercy, up, save mercy. us! All right, I'm not gonna. No, we've we've already we've gone quite long, but this has been this has been so much fun. Um, let me let me go ahead and play some. Let's play some real freaking music uh, to get things started here. We lost another another uh, another another rock legend. Um, I actually don't know a lot about the band Television. I don't oh, think we've ever talked about Tom Verlaine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, uh, but we, but yeah. we lost Tom Verlaine this past week. Um, 
And I've read a lot of cool pieces about him, and maybe maybe that's something we'll talk about sometime in the future. It's not my topic for the day, but I did think I would play. Uh, I, I listened to, to to some of their first album, um, and this this track definitely was my favorite. This is Marquee Moon. Nice. I have a better understanding of pavement and the strokes yes. and yeah. yeah and and some sonic youth i think too yeah yeah they owe a lot they all those bands owe a lot to television it's like I, a midpoint between like like um oh what's lou reed's uh velvet uh, underground venus and Fr- velvet, velvet underground thank velvet you underground. Yeah. yeah yeah it's like a midpoint sorry go yeah. ahead Jay. right velvet underground <clears throat> television yep yeah, I pavement. I yeah. I first became aware of them watching one of those VH1 like greatest hundred albums of rock and roll, and they mm-hmm. were on there. And I'd never heard of this band Television. I was like fourteen or fifteen at the time, and they were talking about them being this seminal punk band. You know, they played CBGBs and they were out of New York and they were trashy. And so I got the CD, and it was, you know, you hear that song, and it's like that's like nothing I've ever heard before. Like that is that is completely different. That is like Prague. Time signatures. The that song is like ten and a half minutes long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, long guitar solos, but no distortion. You mm-hmm. know, they're weird ass vocals. It, it it fascinated me. Like from the first time I heard it, and I can't say I wrapped my head around it until later in life. But man, were the what talking a great heads man. out in seventy seven? Yeah, they kind of were coexistent. Yeah. Coexist. Okay. All right. Yeah. They were yeah. they were their closest analog. Definitely talking yeah. hands and television. Yeah, great band. Cool. Though. Well, um, yeah, sad to see that he had passed. Um, and yeah, maybe we'll get to listen to them more in the future. That'd be cool. Yeah. Um, my my topic this week is just an update. Uh, we talked back in November. We had a, a special Tete today, um, mm-hmm. announcing Ticketmaster's abysmal failure at at their at her uh, at her concert. Yeah, at her concert launch. Yeah. Right. 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 Oh, like it. It's, it's the Tay Tay fans outside our door. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Quite vocal. 
So, um, so yes, tons of anger. There's really never been a shortage of anger at, at Ticketmaster. I mean, there's never been like a moment of praise for Ticketmaster. <laughs> it's, true. Um, it's true. More like that. Um, they're like but, Comcast. They're like they are the most yeah, they hated just, company always. They're always near the bottom and like just trying to stay out of crisis management mode is yeah. probably the best they're going to do. So the Justice Department back in November, I think unrelated to the Tay-Tay Today uh, episode that we, or that, that the whole tech ticket sale debacle, had opened an investigation um, into essentially what was, uh, back in 2010, the, they had uh, allowed Live Nation, uh, which ran just the tours and managed artists, and Ticketmaster, the largest ticketing company, to, to merge. Right. Um, and, it, and when they did so, they put in place this, thing, this consent decree that was supposedly going to was supposed to prohibit Live Nation from using its control of talent and tours to pressure venues to continue using tech, Ticketmaster as their vendor. Um, and that I think out. we've well, well hmm. yeah, it, it it actually was just I think two years ago that consent decree was renewed for another five years. Apparently, it hasn't been going so well. Um, and there was a congressional testimony last week just so that Congress could get in on the mix. Um, because they, this is completely different, you know, uh, uh, side of government. But it, the cool thing about it is, this is an opportunity for the legislators to kind of get their moment in the in, in the TV spotlight. But really, it's also a moment for them to just start yelling at the, the Live Nation CEO or president and CFO and Yay. Ticketmaster people, um, and for a lot of interesting stuff to come out. Um, and and this is all probably stuff that for those in the live music industry that was a lot of rehashed facts, but it really was kind of clarifying to watch. And I, I only listened to about 40 minutes of it. It's like two and a half hours, um, but it's, it's on, obviously it's online. They basically, uh, there was, a, I think at one point, one of the, one of the, the, the senators, it might've been Blumenthal, Richard Blumenthal, he, he kind of like, just kind of took a pause and was like, this is, this is incredible because none of us are arguing with each other right now. We're all... <laughs> On the same page, like the completely bipartisan uh, uh, hearing, uh, which in and of itself is quite rare. There was no posturing a against each other. A rare moment of self-reflection. That's uh, what... Just everybody was. They were just. They joined together in in utter frustration and, and disgust does. for Live Nation yeah. and Ticketmaster, um, and yeah. really laid into them. They had they had the CEO of SeatGeek on uh, as kind of a because he was a, a, a I guess he had provided some testimony, and he starts bickering about this deal that they lost with, with the Barclays thing, but just by saying that this is an example of them overusing their power. And, and, basic, and, then, and then the, 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 this, the uh, president of, of Live Nation was trying to like rebut these points and like, nope, that's not the exact terms of the deal. And, that's, nope. uh-huh. and it, was, it was quite fascinating. Uh, but there were, there were a couple quotes that I wanted to grab um, uh, that I wanted to read you real quick. Uh, because they, again, they were... They were all over the place. I will say, and I didn't, I didn't in, indulge in any of these. There were plenty of 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 uh, these these folks that chose this opportunity to incorporate Taylor Swift lyrics into their re- uh, remarks. Oh, um, I need some clips, man. I went ahead and omitted all of that because it, it's <laughs> it is cringeworthy at best. Um, so at one point, uh, uh, Blumenthal says that. Uh, unwinding the merger should definitely be on the table at this point. Um, Senator John Cornyn, who's pretty far far right Republican, um, was pushing back against Live Nation's description as being artist first in its business. And in talking with uh, with the musician Clyde Lawrence, Cornyn said, 
he, he actually put this out there. He said, so do I understand it correctly that for your band to make $6 out of a $42 ticket price, he, he gets them to clarify that that's basically their take. Um, and he, he's making the point that this doesn't strike him as, a, as an artist first uh, organization. And then um, uh, Amy Klobuchar at one point said this, this is the definition of a monopoly. So it's, it's, it's interesting because the, all, that this, all that the Ticketmaster, oh, I'm sorry, all that the Live Nation president came on to do was say, so sorry, this was, uh, we definitely didn't do the best that we could have done, but you have to understand that, the, that there are bots to blame. No. Um, and, and, and that literally, I mean, they, he just got lit up. Um, and and I, the reflection that I had kind of listening to it was that if, you are a, if you're a monopoly, you have no incentive to drastically reconsider redoing the ways that you do things. Like there's no reason to fix a problem. Of course. If you're in control of all of it. Because because you don't have to you don't have to so right. and and they really hammered into that point uh, and it was actually way more I would say it was way more informational than I expected I expected entertaining but it was quite informational hmm. and I don't know this this, this this may actually be the beginning of that of that kind of getting unwound and and does it fix anything no it's not it's not like this is some sort of lynchman but it, it, it's been a problem and. Yeah. And I think that would be, and, and, and it was cool to see some momentum and it was cool to see both sides of the aisle. Like you really do oftentimes expect one side or the other to kind of take with an industry that backs them politically. Um, and when it comes to breaking companies up, that's often the Republicans, but there was yeah, not that. Everybody was just ticked off. Yeah. Well, it, it reminds me of when they, uh, they had congressional hearings about like, I guess, baseball steroids. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. human growth hormones. Yeah. And then in, in, in the end, it's like people were just like, they just wanted to have those hearings because they wanted to see Roger Clemens in person. Hell yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> you know, like, it's like, whoa, Roger Clemens is coming to work today. These people yeah. are, are the worst. Uh, uh, Senator uh, Congressman yeah. Cornyn, you know, the distinguished gentleman from South Carolina, I'd like yeah. to uh, yeah. just encourage Ticketmaster and Live Nation to, no. uh, in the words of Taylor Swift, to shake it off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, I just don't want there to be any uh, bad blood. Bad blood. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's interesting though? I was going to make this. I was considering Greg. You had suggested making this a Tay Tay today. Yeah, she has said nothing. Oh, really? But it's about her. Come on, nothing. She didn't have to say nothing. She didn't have to say nothing. She Still doesn't. But she also hasn't said anything. Like she put out a written statement. Um. So. E- 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 this is also an organization big enough to 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 say no no you got to stop you got to stop whining and sending your people after us. Mm, um, perhaps. Yeah. You saying Ticketmaster's shutting down Tay Tay? I'm uh, saying they're making it this. financially. Uh, they're giving her financial incentives to go ahead and give them another shot at this without uh, calling her. Yeah, calling all of the uh, what do they call themselves? Live Nation. Wait. No, 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 Taylor no, Swift what, fans. Oh, Taylor Swift. Oh, sorry, sorry. Swifties. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, she's not. She's. I am a self-declared I'm a self-declared Swifty. I'm as big as Swifty as the next guy. <laughs> Since I was uh, 15, okay, 15 is one of my favorite songs. Everyone knows and, uh, that about me. Everyone knows that. About well, thank me. you for the update. You think anything's going to come of it, or is it just a is just a posturing thing i don't know i think i think the, ju- the justice department last week announced they're going after google so <laughs> okay. and this this the current head seems like she's 
she's good, but she's moving quite slow. So I don't know if they'll have time to do anything or if anything will come of it. But, but uh, there was an open investigation and it definitely was, it was, it was surprising. It was surprising how much it was unified um, and how much little BS, like they wouldn't allow any of the talking points to go by without pointing out you are the ones that should be the, the ones, you guys need to be the ones that are figuring this out. Like this is not a problem and all these other, like bots are something everybody on the internet deals with. All these big companies deal right. with. So there wasn't, freaking figure it out. There wasn't like, well, we all know the problem with bots as they interfered with the last no, election there, and there, I'd there like really, to talk on that point for the next 15 minutes. There were not any friends of Live Nation present, wow. um, which nice. also lets you know that monopolies don't need to spend money on lobbying probably. I mean, I think they need to spend <laughs> money on the lawyers to keep the Justice Department at bay, but I don't think they're, I don't, they, they haven't done much work for themselves in, in gaining friends uh, in, in Congress. So, uh, yeah, totally. Right on. That's all I got. Well, I think we've summarized that point. F*** them. But not you guys. Now, now, see here, okay? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'd I, like I, to I establish a point of order. I take issue with that. <laughs> oh, f*** them. <laughs> All right. Well, boys, this is a blast, as predicted. Um, mm-hmm. Got nothing else to say. Greg, why don't you tell the fine folks how to get in touch with this, should they choose to do so? You can find us online at youshouldcheckitout.com. Send us an email at yscio_podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on social media on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter handles at shouldcheck. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever, sorry, wherever podcasts are heard. Leave a review, and as always, tell a friend you should check it out. Yes, indeed, Damn you should sweet. check it out. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, boys. It's been a blast. Yes, it and, has. And uh, we'll see you back here next week. How about it? Can't wait. Yep. All right. I'll be here. Peace. All right. See you. <laughs>